Welcome back, everybody. We are back. Another episode of Who Do You Like Here? I'm Stats. I got Cino and I got the kid. Woo. Followers, thank you for listening. Check us out on all the socials. Check us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Who Do You Like Here? Whew. Guys, that is some news over the weekend. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely insane. I mean, pretty pretty disheartening to hear what happened over the weekend. I uh, I was grocery shopping, and I got the flash on my phone, stopped what I was doing, and text both of you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I had actually seen it maybe like 15 minutes before you sent that. I sent it out to you guys. I sent it to both of you guys. I was still sleeping. Yeah. Because I, I thought I, I read got it from you first. In the morning. Yeah. I would have expected the kid to send it out first, but... I mean, for those of you new or haven't listened or didn't see any news over the weekend, some big news came out of the uh, Kentucky Derby winner. Um, you know, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about those results. Talk, we're gonna talk about that for a little bit, um, and then we're gonna go to Pimlico. We're gonna take a look at the Preakness and send us on our way. And the Black Eyed Susan, which is on Friday. Oh yeah. 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 Don't forget about that little guy. Yeah, that little guy. I always forget about Friday races. That's like when we, whenever we play Breeders Cup, I always forget Friday. Like, oh my God. We got a whole like a twelve hour like set on Friday. Yeah, two days. Just delightful. Uh, that's what makes Breeders Cup <sighs> yeah. so fucking fun. I love Breeders Cup. You can tank the first day and chase it the next day or win big and give it all back the next <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. So I mean I've done both. So, I, yeah. I don't want to get us derailed right away, but no. So Cino and I used to work together and we used to plan Breeders Cup. Oh yeah. So we had we negotiated around. We we took the Friday off. We get there. It's ten o'clock in the morning. We're excited. We got a whole crew coming up. The bar's open. We're at the casino. Ugh. We're we're getting our we're, dude, we're getting fired up. It's gonna be a whole day. And we had a jockey with our company to be able to get the day off at the same time. We were yeah. busy with all the stuff going on. And the person that was hammering us about doing it was at the casino playing slot machines. <laughs> the H the HR ladies. Yeah. We're like, dude, we finally got a day. Thank God we oh, finagled man. it. Had such a hard time getting the days off. And then there's the HR lady pumping hundreds like of the dollars. More, the, the most morally machine. secure person in the company right. is out there just firing money. <laughs> <in the> slot <laughs> machines. 10 o'clock on a Friday morning. She's the oh one reaching God, out. Like awesome. how, how difficult it is to have both of you off. Oh, like, you guys are the leaders <laughs> of the organization. Gotcha. You can't <laughs> both be. We need your business. The t- nah. Meanwhile, she's out there on her lunch break firing fish. Fifty dollars oh, yeah. and a pop, oh, Rip, yeah. ripping into palm all blues, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> washing it down with some PBRs. Oh, yeah. oh you smell like smoke, right? Nah, it was just on lunch, but yeah, yeah. no big deal. I think she bailed <laughs> shortly after that because everybody else from work. Yeah, that was that was like a week after she passed the. Uh, we don't track PTO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good call, just gamesmanship. Anyways, so yeah, we got a Friday race, we got some Saturday races, um, but we're really going to open up and, and really break down some of this uh, Bob Baffert stuff. And I, I'm, I was surprised, but you know what? Not surprised. Not to toot my own horn. Prior to the Derby, <laughs> I called for an inquiry. This is just I'm counting this. Yeah, I'm this counting this. Something weird happened. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Bob Baffert. Let's, let's talk about him. I'll tell you, as soon as I saw it, it's just like my gut hurt for the industry. Just that because the Kentucky Derby is so big to people that are avid watchers like us or people that just watch it that one time a year. You've involved extra people, extra fans, possibly new fans, and this just, you know, on top of everything else that the, that the industry's gone through, I mean, you can go far as back as uh, the Navarro and and service, do a drug in the horses, 
that court, they're still in court. Yeah, but they didn't do it on Kentucky Derby Day. No, they just did it you every know. other yeah. day, right? For for years at a time. Right. Even better. Right. So big, big FBI uh, you know, takedown. There's that's not even settled. That's right. still in the court process right now. Then you got the Santa Anita, all the death on the horses, the bad conditionings, horses breaking down, the record numbers, PETA, all that things going on. Then you had the drugging of Charlatan and Gamine last year. And, and this is all Baffert. This well, I can't blame Baffert for all the horses breaking down at Santa oh, Anita. That's true. Uh, and I don't think it had anything to do with service and Navarro's actions. But yeah, now we start getting into Bob's shit where you got Gamine and Charlatan both disqualified for their wins last year. Justify, which that actually got passed over. And then you have this coming up. So it's just yeah. bad. Not that there's ever a good time. It's just bad fucking timing. It's- yeah, it's the worst timing possible that he could have done something like this. I mean, I'm with you. When I read the news, I... W- I- I sat there, I watched the the press conference that Bob Baffert had. It's demoralizing for somebody that is in this industry, whether you're a fan or a trainer, a jockey, you know, just, it's just embarrassing because already, I mean, let's not, you know, dance around it. The horse racing world is, it's a dying breed. People aren't watching it as much as they used to. And then have something like this come up where you're, you're now affecting the integrity of the race and of this this very prestigious race, yeah. you know, it's, it's just yeah. absolutely gut wrench, wrenching. And then not to mention this race as big as it is, is not even the reason people are even enjoying the sport worldwide. Right. By the way, right. I mean, I know there's races that are over in Europe yeah. that we watch here. Right. Uh, but this is like the biggest race in yeah, the eyes of it's world the world in the U S yeah, absolutely. If you love the sport, you love horses. And this is what's really tearing down the industry is that people are putting winning and these races before the betterment of the horse. And that's why you're seeing the crop rule come up and something like this comes out. Yeah. It absolutely destroys every foot, every leg that you have to stand on in this world. Yeah. So let's do this. All right. So for those that haven't read kept up down the way we are, let's break it down. Okay. Because innocent towards, you know, till proven guilty. Yeah. But there's a lot of smoke here, <laughs> man. There's so much smoke from this. Yeah. So let, let's start. Let's, so Sunday, it gets announced. Yeah. So Sunday, Bob basically, basically has an announcement. He basically broke the news. It, well, actually, it came out like a half hour, but he wasn't even notified. It actually hit the wires. He was notified a half hour and later, 45 minutes, and then he had the quick, immediate press, uh, kind of thrown together press conference. So he comes out and says, hey, the, the Medina Spirit, Kentucky Derby winner, test positive for 21 picograms of betamethasone uh, in the allowable levels normally would be 10. So this is like over double the legal limit for that drug. Just a little side note, that drug is used for inflammation. If you don't know, basically it's an injection that's given. So Bob comes out and says, you know, finding these findings of, of this in the horse that Bob said that the horse was never given the drug. Medina Spirit never got betamethasone. Ever. Was never given it to him. He's done it for other horses, but not to that horse. So he was coming out and saying, you know, he's been sabotaged. You know, cancel culture. Yeah, the poor me. Oh, I didn't yeah. do this. We didn't do this. this I'm being framed. Yeah. I'm being framed. I've had history, but I'm not doing it. I'm on the straight and narrow. The whole, kit, you know, kitten caboodle. Yeah. And listen, if you, if you do something wrong, you know, it's a boy that cried wolf syndrome here. If you've been caught a couple times doing the same thing and then you say this time I didn't do it. You know, you're screwed. Right. If you cheated on your girlfriend and you were out with the guys and you didn't cheat, but she says you cheat, you're fucked. doesn't matter. Yeah. You're, at, you're at that point, yeah. right? So he comes out and says he's innocent. He's never given the horse the drug. And uh, then we fast forward, you know, obviously that hits. It's I think it's two days. Yep. On, on Tuesday, I believe, 
or Monday. 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 Yeah. Monday it comes out that the uh, the statement that was given was that you know one of the groomsmen urinated <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> And and had cough medicine is in his system, so that's where the drug came, and then the horse ate the hay, and that's how it transferred. So I'll stop so, you there because yeah. I had please, a lot of do. I had a lot of fun with this on Monday. Okay, <laughs> yeah, please do. So, um, you know, there's some pretty big name podcast guys. I love the Pat McAfee show. Right? Yeah, it was McAfee yeah. and and um, AJ Hawk talking about this, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and I I was laughing because you know AJ Hawk's like, no, dude, he lets some groom into the pen to piss all over the hay. <laughs> And they didn't, you know, he didn't, he didn't know. He didn't know that was a groomsman. Yeah. Somebody's grooming the horse. He thought it was somebody's <laughs> wedding. Oh my God. So they were talking about it like, dude, oh what, what kind of stable is this? You got a, a bachelor a, party? This is a groom in here taking a, dude, I was losing it when they were talking through it. Oh my God. So let's, let, let's just stop there. Right. So we got story number one. I didn't do it. Yeah. Story one. I never give it to the horse ever. Right. Then it was cancel culture. Yeah. Right. Now we're talking about some random dude taking a leak in the barn. Yep. Correct. Okay. So that's right. story number three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, and that didn't, I don't think that really carried a lot of weight with anybody because everybody was discrediting it right now. So yeah. I, th- I think he was grasping at straws like, he's telling himself, how did this horse get, like, how could it possibly happen? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe somebody peed in there. And obviously, there. people do piss in stalls, but I don't think that, you know, a million dollar race like Kentucky Derby, you're going to allow someone to walk into that horse's yeah. stall. You don't let somebody just go in, in there. Yeah. It's like, I mean, what's the security at Churchill like right now? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I take a go, I'm going to go take a dump right there in the, in the middle of the infield. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I've peed outside in some crazy places, <laughs> but I've never snuck my way into a, into a stable and yeah. taken a leak all over. Hey, or the Kentucky Derby winning, you know, your prize horse that's running yeah. in the Derby. You didn't go and piss in their Come stall. Right did you? In. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why not? This looks like around. no better place than this. So to your point earlier, yeah. there's even smoke around the hay story. Correct. Because he was involved with another story in a previous year with hay. Yeah, it was justifying the uh, the gypsum weed that yep. was caught up in the feed. And it, in, that, in that case, they said that he wasn't the only horse because other horses did have traces of it. Uh, but that was a big cover. Yeah, that one it was got in the thrown feed. out. Yeah, just because tough. of that one. But still, you know, it, it's weird how that still story just it. comes up again. You oh, know, it's a nice yeah, excuse. It could have been the hay. Yep. You know, that's could like when, when I, you know, I miss a deadline on something. You know, you hear somebody like, "Dude, my power was out." Like, "Oh, my power was out too." It was nuts. I couldn't believe it. The transformer was down. It was insane. Maybe it was. A... All right, so that's story number three, and uh, we get smoke all around that. That's all that story. Yeah. Okay, and then we move on to now. I believe Tuesday. Uh, where Bob stated that he believes that uh, a cream was used for the dermatitis that the horse had on its kind of its right ass cheek, tying ass cheek there. It's just a skin uh, inflammation. I think he originally actually it said actually it was for fungus. Fungus, right? He said fungus, fungus on the, on the hoof is yep. what he said. That's then it work. came out. Okay, that's part four. He <laughs> said it was on the hoof. Then to come to find out, the medicine actually went on his ass cheek for the dermatitis. Mm-hmm. That's so five. Bob, so Bob didn't know about that. And then he said at that time he didn't know. Uh, that that medicine, which is called Otomax, uh, actually had any <laughs> any betamethasone at all in in the ointment. Okay, <laughs> which which is hilarious. And I think if ever everybody do me a favor when you're listening to this, Google what it is. Right, take a look at the images and read what the second ingredient in Otomax is. That what it is? Yeah, O O T O M A X. Just Google. Take a look. And look at the label and tell me what the second ingredient out of there. And I guarantee you, you're just going to crack up and laugh because that's how comical this excuse is. It's the worst of all of it. I think this is the worst excuse that he came up with because sure, you, maybe somebody pissed in the stall. Sure. Maybe it's cancel culture. You know, it's just where the world we live in, whatever. But you're telling me that you have no idea what is going on your prize horse. 
Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't and that's, make any that's sense. That's the biggest. That's the biggest problem. Is that when he got the when he not the justify issue. I don't know what kind of slap on the wrist he got at that point, but for for Charlemagne or Charlatan and Gamine, part of his penance that he had to pay was promising the board that he was going to be doing a better job of monitoring his barn and the horses, what was being administered to him, that was going to be documented, that everything was going on, basically cleaning his fucking act up because he had a lot of respons- irresponsible assholes, including his vet, that weren't doing their fucking job. I promise and you it's I his won't name cheat up. anymore. I promise I'll yeah. do better so, for the horse racing world. Yeah, and the problem I'm having with the whole thing in here with the with with the ointment and whatnot is that because of his past history, my thought process goes to he admit he actually probably did administer an injection into the horse at one point. And it was probably later than he should have due to the fact that it takes four days to get out of the system. So if he did that, what better excuse to use than it was a cream that that has it in there that I didn't know was being right. administered. Right. And how the fuck don't you know if it's being administered? Because you're the you're the trainer of the horse. This is your fucking job. This is your world. This is the biggest race in yeah. The horse racing world. This is the crown jewel. This is and you're telling me you have no idea, mm, yeah. especially when you already have a black eye. You're already wearing all the cheating scandals that came up before yes. it. Yeah. Now you're telling me that you have no idea. You're not looking at any of the records of what it's taking, what you're doing to help the horse. Yeah. Not Motherf- at all. Motherfucker's on two strikes. <laughs> yeah. right? you you're telling me you have no right? idea. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It just raises so many questions. It raises so many questions. <laughs> I can't believe them. So um, the Pollock Report, Natalie Voss wrote this article this afternoon, and there was a line in her from her article that just like sticks out to me. When Baffert's public stance evolved from, I didn't do it to, okay, I did it, but it was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that sums it up for me Yeah, so well. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm so glad you made that point because that's exactly what it is. Like she she hit it on the absolute head. Like, what? Hey, I, yeah, I did it. Yeah. I didn't mean to. So, so now we're not, we're not trying to prove it. The split test doesn't mean anything. The independent test that Baffert's people are doing. Let me tell you that I don't even know how accurate it's going to be for the time that it's been. I don't know. I don't right. know if it dissipates or how it's going to be tested. If it does have an effect that it over time, but that's a week away till we right. get the results on that. I give a fuck about that split test. You admitted you gave it to him. And I hope people realize this is a steroid as well. Obviously it's reducing the pain so that the horse can run harder and faster and do what it needs to do to race. Yeah. So, you uh, know, well, it's not that just up. like a, a it's not an anabolic, yeah. it's not, not an anabolic steroid. Correct. Right? It's yeah. not making it's the not, muscles stronger. Correct. It's not Ivan Drago. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. This isn't Ivan <laughs> pressing, you know, the big weights and using the machines in the hydraulics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the big thing here though is that if the horse had an injury and wasn't sound enough or was was you know a little lame in one of his joints or his legs, you can inject that. That's what it's there for. It's an anti-inflammatory, and it doesn't give you. It's not like a milkshake that makes him perform better. He's just able to run without pain. So this is this is football players who go out, get injured, tore it all. Get, yep, they tore it all, put it in the knee, they come back out and they play, and then, you know, years later, there's no cartilage, there's major surgeries that have to go on. Yeah. This this is how, you know, the NFL's been corrected on how they treat their athletes for that sport. This is the trainer having to take care of his athletes. Shouldn't be doing that if the horse isn't sound. And that sounds like an excuse, but, you know, I think Bob is admitted that he did it. So what are we even talking about at this point? Correct. Well, my question is too, you know, now obviously with all the, the speculation that's out there, even though he admitted to doing it, the horse, in my opinion, and this is just me, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think the horse should be DQ'd from the Kentucky Derby. I, agree. I think because now we're not even talking about, oh, we have to wait for the split sample to come back. Yeah. You said you gave it to the horse. Yeah. You said the horse took it. 
So yeah. we should be taking the horse out of this race. We should DQ it. Yeah. And get rid of this whole conversation at the point. No more triple crown for Medina no. Spirit. Why why are we even considering to listen to what the split test says? I really don't why give wait? a shit what yeah. At this yeah. point, when he said I never gave it to him, he's never taken it. There's no way it's in his blood system. Yeah. I'm gonna fight this. False positive. Yeah, false whatever. positive. So I'm getting set up. All that accusation, all that bullshit that nah. he fucking caused out. And he goes, I did ah, it. fuck, I guess I did. Yeah. I didn't I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't Let me pass the buck yeah. to my vet. Listen, he's in front of the judge. So, and the judge is saying, hey, we're going to wait about a week till you know, let the juries out. We'll wait till yeah. see what they say. And they're waiting. And, and he says, you know what? I actually did it. I'm actually guilty. But what the fuck? We don't need the jury can come back in here, hear that, and it's over. Yeah. We're right. done. So, regardless of, of what the story is, the, ho- the horse, unfortunately, was outside of the realm of being legal. Right. Correct? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are we talking about? Should it have been done already? But that's they're, what I'm like, saying. What's, what, thinking like, what that, am I missing there? They're thinking that maybe this sample that they took and the split sample aren't going to have the same levels. Yeah. So that maybe somehow <sighs> the one sample that Churchill took is got higher levels than the sample that yeah. they took for the split sample. Yeah. They're thinking, oh, maybe it comes in at nine picograms rather than 21. You know, it's like... Is this the Ryan Graham, the Ryan Braun FedEx story? <laughs> yeah, all yeah, over exactly. Again? There's so exactly. many parallels to baseball in this story. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. All I'm hearing is the Ryan Braun thing from 2011. <laughs> yep. All I'm hearing is Ra- Raphael Palmero shaking his finger at Congress, <laughs> right? That's all I'm hearing. And all, all this hatred. And then you had little, little Andy Pettit over here, like, yeah, I did it. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no. And then everyone loves him. Because he owned it. Why yeah. just own it? Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, if you get caught with, you know, you're taking steroids in Major League Baseball, what happens? You get a major suspension. You yeah. basically get one strike, and if it ever comes up again, you're basically done. She go. You're done, and you're you're out of the talk or contention for Hall of Fame. Anything you're done. So this this is again, we're going multiple times of I didn't know yeah. what was being administered to my horse. So this is your fucking job, Bob Baffert. This is why you get the horses you get to to train, and the the bigger point here should be like. Nobody should be trusting this guy with their fucking horse. Nope. So Spenforth is already pulling their horses out. MRH pulled their horses away from them. They've gone to different trainers, Mandela, and uh, I believe Pletcher, a few others. So they're, they're dispersing their horses to other uh, other trainers because there's just no fucking trust with this right. guy anymore. And, you know, I was team Bob Baffert. I love Bob been, Baffert. I've been Bob Baffert until fan for a long weekend. time. This past weekend, the victim this makes role. me, yeah, this yeah, just pisses me off. You know, I've been all for him. Great trainer up until this. You know, yeah, he had his issues. I thought those were in the past. Give him a pass. Yep. And now we're coming across the same thing. But now you're you're sitting there and doing it on Kentucky Derby Day. Now you're pissing me off. And everybody that bet the race, watched the race, invested in the race should also be pissed off. Yeah, we're not even talking about the millions of dollars that were invested. Right. That's where I was going <laughs> yeah, to go the craziest, next. That's the craziest thing is that nobody's throwing up their hands in the horse racing world to be like, we just cheated millions of people out of Millions of dollars. Yeah. Some guy posted, I saw it, uh, seven $50 win tickets on uh, the seven. Mandaloon. On Mandaloon. That's insane. And he still got the tickets, and he posted them on the internet. So and that's 350 they times, what was he, 15, 20 to 1? 28 pays, to 1. 28 to 1, pays $58, and he gets that 175 times. Yep. He doesn't get it because the horse is not feeling as much pain as his horse because right. he's got this in his And body. the funny thing is that, you know, this is... Even if he gets DQ'd, I'm pretty sure par mutual betting is already taking it's a stance and saying, yep. we're not giving you your money back. It is nope. what it is. The horse is DQ'd. Yep. Which like, that's bullshit, too. Absolutely. Be, so everybody, not just for, you should be pissed off because you're putting our horses that we love and that everybody cares about in jeopardy, but you should also be pissed off because now you're getting cheated out of money. Right. 
So you got the the actual angle of caring about the sport and caring about the world, and you also have the part that now financially you're getting fucked out of money too. Yeah, it's just it's it's a bad it's a, all around. It's a horrible look. And let me just add one more level to the conspiracy here. Stats is that the tests were done by a company that were informed that Churchill and the Stronich Group or whatever I believe it's Stronich Group or maybe it's just Churchill Downs Twin Spires is. Uh, no longer their service, and they're going to another company. Huh. Weird. So this is Weird. like the last year of them. Uh, maybe it's tw- <laughs> twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty two. It changes over. So you know, as another wrinkle that, on the way out, we're gonna shake it up. Maybe maybe that level comes back lower. Maybe mm. it's just this company saying "fuck you" because you don't you don't want our services anymore. We're gonna fuck up everything and cause this big controversy. Give you a black <laughs> eye on our way out. I don't know. But if the test comes back and the split test come back and it says uh, there's like no levels in here, we're fucked. Then well, how can how he already admitted to giving it to the horse? There's going to be levels. There, there, should, be, be there levels. should be levels. So if it comes out, then if it, what comes, if it comes out, out zero, if it comes <laughs> out clean, you're a fucking ten time loser because you just so you lied, lied again about giving it. it. Like, dude, you, <laughs> <laughs> you lied about the lie. It'll be like the Bizarro World in Seinfeld. <laughs> we'll be sitting there like, what the hell just happened? So far down the fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. It so make yeah. Sense. I mean, so so a couple of things. One. We don't know what happened, so we're not accusing any. We everyone gets their due process before anyone gets gets mad at us. I'm accusing. There's a lot of smoke in this fire, <laughs> um, and if we want to go down that route, horse racing is actually to blame. Hundred percent. Be- because yeah, Bobo last year, fifteen hundred dollar fine. Yeah. Mm. Are you telling me, <laughs> right now, I can pay fifteen hundred bucks mm-hmm. to run a one in a hundred shot of getting caught? To win the Kentucky Derby, I'll do that every <laughs> single time. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, yeah. right? That's what's going on. So, to your point about the health of the horse, totally get it. That's this is this isn't about this is this is about taking care of the right. horses, and and I agree with that. From yeah. the gamesmanship side, if I'm gonna bet, I'll bet fifteen hundred bucks. I'll pay a fifteen hundred dollar fine if I yep. get caught. Let's go. You know what? Make it ten million. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> I want to see like the most harsh can like the harsh punishments come out. And this is where I thought horse racing could have taken a stand against something like this. Slap the fucking book on Bob Baffert. If it comes out that if it comes out that that actually happened and the picograms are still at twenty one when he gets a split sample back, the bullshit example that he's given, put the fucking book on him. Make sure that this guy is feeling the wrath. Make sure that he gets everything so, so what's, that they so can what's take. The, what's the just justifiable fine for the, for this for this instance? Forget about everything else in the past because you can't take his history and add that in. You have to just take this one offense. I'm with you. Uh, the only point I was right. making, and we can get to that in a second. The only point sure. I was making was is he got caught last year. <laughs> yeah, for what the twenty tw- fifth time. Uh, well, he 30, 30 times in his career. Yeah. And he had five in the last two years. Yeah. All right. So okay. whatever. So obviously, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to pay 15000 I mean, right. 1500 That's in It's like, like $15. $1,500. Okay. It's in his fucking couch cushions. We're not right. talking about. That's it? <laughs> yeah. That's it? I don't know. Probably spends that on fucking glasses. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying. I don't know. What do you think? If if if, if this all if it all washes out like we think it's going to wash out, what should it be? Well, give the purse the jock, back. The jock shouldn't be penalized. No. Let's give the purse back that. Whatever his take was, I'd make him forfeit everything that he got on it. I, monetary is one thing, but you can you can go back and figure out how much he made. You know, he's not the only ones losing money here. Owners are losing money. Jockeys oh, losing sure. money. Right. Everybody else is losing right. money. So this is a big fucking fuck up for everybody. Uh, but as far as Bob's concerned, the breeding rights. You know, mm-hmm. statue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Statue went to the the baseball angle. Yeah, Pete Rose. You got to go the Pete Rose. Pete Rose. You got to go the Pete Rose angle on this. That Pete Rose. Similar similar situation. I read an article. I wish I could quote it, but basically the synopsis on the article that I did read was 
that Pete Rose, his biggest problem is that he never fucking admitted it. Yeah. Right. People can get people can get past if you fuck up. And that's what this article said. If that's, you fuck yeah. up, people people are easy to forgive. That's the Andy Pettit They don't lie. forgive yeah. the fucking lie. That's right. right. And if you're going to live that lie, then you're not getting anything out of it. So as much as he gave to the sport, he's fucking done. And as much as Bob did prior to this to the sport, he's fucking done. I was just going to say, what if this horse wins a triple crown? It would a big asterisk next what, to it. Sure. I mean, they're not going to put an asterisk next to it, though. They well, probably won't. Now we're going to the whole thing about how the Preakness, how they were like, well, are we going to let him run? Do we let him run? Like, right. they have to let him run. <laughs> That's they what I'm saying. Like, but, and they're like, doing three blood tests, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the day of the race, the day after. I don't, after I don't the even race. care about Pimlico's testing because yeah. by this time, it's probably out of his system. If Bob was, if he does have a brain, which I'm, I'm assuming he does, he's, he's, not, the brain. Brain. he's not still giving him this ointment. <laughs> but like for the Kentucky Derby, they won't catch us again. Shoot him up. See, oh, yeah. that's fucked. See, that'd be more fun if he was having fun with it. He's got a guy with a rag. I'm like, huh? Looks like uh, another 1500, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like. <laughs> oh, I just, I don't know. And that's why I just, I think it's so, it's, it's horrible. And if they don't, that's why I think they, if they came out and he's admitting to it, just take him, DQ, yeah. DQ him from the Kentucky Derby, take his name off there. And if he wins the next two races, Congratulations, you're a great horse. Yeah, you went two out of three. Sorry, Bob Baffert, you fucked over the horse. <laughs> like, going back, going back, I just want to return. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably not a, a ban for life, but you got to suspend him and keep him out, keep him out of the game for at least a year. You, you got to keep him out of the game for at least. At a least. Year. And then there's got to be so many restrictions. He has to be looked over his back. He he's like out on parole at this point if he d- does get a chance to come back. And if people actually want him to be a trainer, what would be more painful though? A year of training no horses, or you're not allowed to train a triple crown horse for three years. <sighs> I I think I I'd probably say he, he's all about the limelight. I know he's based in California. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of horses at other tracks. You rarely see California racing. You'll see yeah. some. You'll I mean, see some horses. That but Keeneland and Churchill, they run. He has horses there all the time. Not as many as as these other guys in the East Coast and, and in the Midwest. I mean, honestly, all of his horses that he brings into the to the Derby are all California breds. They've mm-hmm. won all these horses races at Santa Anita or Del Mar. Florida, though. This one was Florida bred, right? This one was a thousand dollar claimer. Yeah, I mean, they bought it for a thousand dollars. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? And this horse won the right. Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I mean, you take a rags of riches story, and now you're like, oh, it's because you got fucking drugs in your system. Well, it's funny too. We were just joking around. We were going through kind of like the stuff before the the podcast and the last race at Mandalorian. Uh, Medina Spirit just ran was 101 buyer figure. Fastest, yeah. The fastest it's had all year. <laughs> so, weird. Weird. Yeah. I, just all these things are starting to align. It just, I don't know. I know. It's 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 disappointing. Yeah. Just, this horse actually held on for a mile and a quarter <laughs> when he fades at a mile and an eighth. I, mean, I don't, what, are we, what are we talking about? I mean, I, clearly when I, I called for him to win, I knew. I, I knew. Yeah, you called it. You're like, you're like Astrid, <laughs> Nostrad. Dumbass. What I didn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, you know, like the, um, like the quarterback. Quarterback, halfback, hunchback. I, you know, I, Quasi, Quasimodo uh, predicted, predicted all, of all of this. <laughs> I said Joe Montaigne. <laughs> um, you did call it. Uh, well, Stats, you called a disqualification. I called it. An inquiry. Yeah. It should happen. It probably will. I don't know. So here's another layer to the, to the thing, right? So. And then I guess I'll I'll say these two things and then we can yeah, move on if my you blood want. pressure's but. already still rising. <laughs> <laughs> so I do feel for the guy in the terms of one thing. He is trying to come out. He's trying to do his thing. What if the owner of the horse I said put that. him up to it? <laughs> I said that. Bob, what's talking? the big deal? It's only 1500 bucks. Yeah. Run it. He's not even here. He's in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. who knows? I mean, 
Remember, because he, he's the guy with the big stash, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the big grin on his face in the derby. <laughs> yeah. I think we, I think we even said something like, oh, he's got something up his sleeves with that mustache. <laughs> or maybe he had somebody else. Maybe not Bob Baffert. Maybe he had just somebody else administer it. You know, you know what? in his camp or something. All, you know? all these angles, all these angles that you're coming up with. Now, now we're talking about possibly. Oh, we're reaching. Right? Yeah. We're we're reaching. So, but yeah, but take it on account. All these, th- everybody else is thinking the same shit. Yep. Still Bob's job. Do you, under- <laughs> do you understand how big of a black eye? It's so bad. It is. It's so bad. Yeah, like we could probably come up with, we, we can do a, a two hour podcast and come up with 30 it's more so fucking bad. possible yeah, possibilities of how this all transpired. Who's involved? How deep does it go? I, I don't really want to know, but I'll say this. Uh, <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll Both say that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucks. All right. I'll just say this. It doesn't matter who did it, who administered it or not. The way that Bob has come across on just yeah. Medina Spirits, and I even go back to any other horse, just this one alone. Yeah. It's just a, a level of irresponsibility for a guy that makes millions of dollars in a sport that his only job yeah. is to train. And I'm going to tell you this. He, like I said, he's based in California. All these horses are in California. They run in California, and then they ship to the big races. I see Pletcher have three horses going on at the same time. One at Gulfstream, one's at Belmont, the other one's running at Churchill. Like within five minutes of each other. I know that Todd isn't at all three tracks at the same time. So you have assistant trainers, right? You have people that handle them, people that groom them, people that take... You have assistant trainers at all these different tracks that are... They represent you, okay? Yeah. So what I'm getting at is if any of them fuck up and do something wrong, it's Bob's name. Correct. It's not mm-hmm. Bob Smith who works it or or Jimmy Johnson who works over in, in the Gulfstream. It's Bob. Bob Baffert's name is on it. Okay. It's like blue magic. <laughs> Put that fucking stamp on it. It's fucking blue magic, right? That's a fucking brand. It's this fucking brand. So you should be doing everything you can, hiring the right people, hiring the right assistant trainers, making sure that all your fucking T's are crossed, your I's are dotted, that there is no issues. And if something does happen, if some fuck who you trusted screws things up. It was it's, Carl. It's your ass. You step up and you own it. Look how many blueberries are in your muffin. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how many. Look at I mine. Want an equal Look at amount of blueberries. I need everyone to know I'm looking at every detail every minute. I want the same amount of blueberries. <laughs> Do you know how long that's going to take? I, I, I don't, don't care. care. I don't care. Yeah, he needed to be more same like Sam Rothstein. That's right. I just yeah. think, Bob, if that was a case, if it was a trainer or like, you know, somebody else that he put in charge, he would have no problem throwing him under the bus and saying, yeah, we're firing the guy. We're getting rid of him. This is what happened. It would have been an easier excuse than what he came up with one so, of the six so, that okay. he gave. So he gets suspended for a year. He comes back. It happens again in two years. And some guy says, yeah. Some trainer said, yeah. Uh, assistant trainer or handler says, yeah. yeah, I did it. Great. We find him. Uh, probably criminal charges against well, him. Well, Bob can take him Bob to Bob wins another fucking race. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Tra- yeah. Another trainer comes out and said I did it? <laughs> it's such a... Bad- oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> that? It fucking- was me. <laughs> they make so many movies. Dude, Brad Cox comes out of the woodwork. He yeah. actually did it. Yeah. Pl- Pl- Pletcher's Pl- 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 pissing in the fucking hay, and fucking Brad Cox is giving him oh, a fucking milkshake. That's a movie written all over it. Pletcher's already doing the Mr. Burns. Hey, make sure you test this horse in specific. You know you know his track record. Yeah. Come on, horse is bought for $1,000. Come on. Derby. We got to keep it light. We got to have some fun with it. But I think we were all we're pretty disappointed with it. We were pretty blown away about it. Disappointment is it's it's um it sucks, man. You know what? Selfishly and personally, we invested a lot of time. Yeah. Just for the podcast looking at the stamp. <laughs> Forget our own pocketbook for God's right. sake. Right. Right. It's crazy, man. <sighs> one little uh one little mistake like this can That, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> <laughs> should we get into uh 
If we think we're going to have the second leg of the Triple Crown this week. <laughs> man. Oh, man. You guys got anything else you want to talk about, Bob? No, if I no. keep talking about him, I'm, I'm I over. Know. We could probably lose the rest of the night into it. <laughs> Let's go to Pimlico. Let's start talking some horsies, hopefully some clean horsies and some yeah. healthy horsies. If Bob ever wants to come on and plead his case, he's more than welcome. But <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let you know he's, he's got an entry here, so... Uh, race 13 on Friday. We're going to go one race on Friday. Normally we cover Saturday action, but we're going to do the Friday action. Uh, race 13 at Pimlico is the mile and the eighth. It's the George E. Mitchell Black Eyed Susan, and it is for Phillies three years old and a $250,000 purse. Uh, so great too. Good, good size field actually for it. Uh, I'm going to start off with the kid. Give me your, uh, Give me your angle here. Yep. Uh, I'm really, ex- actually, I'm really excited for the Friday card, even more so. It is a great card. The, the Friday card's deep and the fields are huge with all your favorite jockeys in there and yeah. trainer connections. It's pretty good. Yes. Um, Saturday's card's pretty good too, but Friday, I think, is even better, other than obviously the Preakness not being run. So um, on Friday. But uh, jumping into the race, they're obviously stacked field. It's going to be very difficult for you to, to really narrow it down, but. I landed on nine adventuring. This is a uh, Brad Cox horse out of pioneer of the Nile, which is out of empire maker. It's out of Godolphin farms, which I always uh, like to highlight that because they put out some really quality horses. Oh yeah. But the Brad Cox Florent Giroux connection is in full effect. This horse, um, I watched the last race and I'm going to say that horse, I wouldn't say it blew me away, but it was very impressive because um, the horse was sitting middle of the pack, came off the pace but closed like a freight train and ended up winning by, I think, two lengths. Yep. So, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot that I uh, I didn't like about the horse, other than it's not a very, um, you know, well-renowned horse. There's not a lot of graded stakes. Ra- there's no graded stakes races. Yeah, in his, uh, yeah in just the, the 150 know. stakes. Um, yeah, which is the last race it won. But, I mean, Florent Giroux and Brad Cox, as you can see, it's, it's always a, a dangerous combo. So I landed on the nine adventuring. Where'd okay. you guys go? Stats, you wanna you wanna throw your number out there? No, go ahead, buddy. Because I've got I've got like an angle that I'm trying to work with that. Run it. I'm gonna kind of have you run it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a softball up there. I'm not gonna take the ten, which is probably the obvious choice, which is beautiful gift. Mm. Uh, with John Velasquez, that's 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 the Bob Baffert horse. Yeah, who trained that one? Yeah, some guy named Bob Baffert. Chicken's blood. I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna talk about that horse just for the simple reason that he's probably gonna be the odds-on favorite. I would assume at race time. And with all the controversy over there, I'm just done talking about anything. He's probably he's a good horse. I'm not going to bet him. I'm actually thinking that Friday is going to be these big, these big payouts. There's big fields. There's going to be some upsets, yeah. and I'm looking for the upset in this race. So I'm stuck between two horses, uh, the one and the three. Mm. Um, and I'm going to give you my angles on both on kind of why I'm thinking that. So the one start off top here. The one is Army Wife, with Joel Rosario in the reins. This is a horse for Mike Maker, obviously a three-year-old here out of Declaration of War. The horse is moving up in class, ran in a grade three gazelle back in April and really showed absolutely nothing. Just kind of kind of got buried. Now, he did get checked there a little bit uh, in the race. Uh, he was mid-pack, fifth or so, uh, about three and a half lengths off early uh, towards the back of the pack. Started moving up and forward, and then he had to check. So I'm going to give him a pass on that race, and if I do, and I just look at the you know, the 75,000 now winners of one, now winners of two besides Maidens, uh, he's pretty solid for the mile. Now, he's going a mile and an eighth, and I think this horse actually gets better with distance. So I know the last race was a mile and an eighth, but like I said, I'm chucking that out because of the check uh, that he had to do. And I'm just going to say that the horse definitely can go the distance. I think you're putting Joel 
obviously one of the better jocks here right now that gives it a positive boost for me. And I think that he can definitely um, uh, just maybe a stalking trip. He could, he's a little tactical speed. Maybe he even goes back farther uh, fifth or sixth and, and able to close. Now the three was my other one. And the only reason I actually like spritz the three out of awesome again is, uh, this horse is also, it's kind of like similar to the one, but he's moving up too. just ran in 150,000, not a grade three race, uh, 150,000 stakes race. What I don't like is that he was at Turfway Park, but guess who he, you know, came in second to by two lengths. That's adventuring, right? So, so the angle there is that I think the horse is improving. Um, the buyer rate was better, uh, was a clean trip for him. So not like the one where he had the bad trip. I just think that the three could possibly be close. You're definitely going to get a price at, you know, probably 20, 25 to one. I think you may even get like 10 to one on army wife. Um, it may be possible to get double digits there. You're probably looking more at what, what it is at morning line eight to one, but those are my two angles. I'm looking at the one and the three, four price. Well, I thought I was going to be sneaky with that three. <laughs> I didn't had no clue. I think I was going to be sneaky with that three. I, I, I think there's some speed in there. Yeah, definitely. Yep. You know, there's some speed in there. We're at a mile and an eighth. We're not going out to mile and a quarter, mile and three and eighths. I mean, he ran he ran a mile and sixteenth and and wired the field. Yeah. Now it was his maiden class. Yeah, yeah class and all that and all that stuff. But yeah, the three's kind of sneaky. You know, I'm always a sucker for uh, Pletch, but yeah. I think the six. I think maybe a little outclassed here. I didn't think I liked the speed. I I had the six two. question mark. I got a question mark on him too. I got him on the two. There's your winner. I th- yeah right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know understated Pletcher horse. Yeah, you know, I mean that's and he likes to go to the front too. He might get in the speed he, duel with that he's three. A leader. You know, he. So I I see the six having a shot if he can get to the front all yep. the way. We're all on the same page in the ten. We're not talking about it. Yeah. What didn't you like about the eight? Can I just say something on the six? If it's yeah. an off track, I haven't looked at the weather at Pimlico yet. But if it's yeah. an off track, that six really starts to play on that. Uh, that second place finish at the, in the slop last time at Belmont. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Ice, ice latte has a chance if it's off track. Ice latte. The, <laughs> the eight. What did I like about it? What didn't you like about it? What, what I don't like about the eight. Uh, yeah, it's got her I read, which is a plus, and it's Chad Brown, which is a plus. I didn't like the the grade three gazelle. Uh, the I don't like the move up, back up move when horses make a move mid-pack and then never fire uh, at that last time out in the mile and eighth in the gazelle. I just didn't like that race at all. If I if I could find a reason why I could toss that race out, I can go back to the race before that and just say he never fired in a two hundred fifty thousand race. I, I don't see him doing anything. I like. Uh, I mean, it's Irad. So we're talking about the eight, right? Yeah, the eight. Okay, uh, so. the grass is blue. The grass yeah. is blue. So I mean, <laughs> it's Irad. It's Chad Brown. Very very good connection. But I also like the stat here, which I, I I typically don't see. I don't really pay attention to this too often, but. Forty percent trainer with blinkers off, mm-hmm. so taking the blinkers off the horse, maybe that helps the horse improve a little bit. Irad gives him the trip he needs. I think maybe you could see a, a good, uh, yeah, you could give him a shot. I mean, it's not it's like an he's interesting not, angle. Yeah, and he, he asked what I didn't like about it. Right. That's what I didn't. I didn't like his last race, which was enough for me to look back one more. And I didn't like that last. I, race. I don't like the way he's been finishing. I mean, granted, he doesn't have Irad on him every single time he goes. Right. You know, he had him on once. He came in six. That was way back when, but. You know, Manny Franco's been riding the horse, and he's not doing a horrible job. Third, fourth, and one first. But um, if he improves in the speed rating, and maybe I read takes him to the back of the pack and then closes and gets back to his old form in 2020. I don't know. Is that the trip? You think that's a trip with that one? I, I think that would have to be the trip. I think there's too much speed for him to consider going or even yeah, staying maybe. even up close. I'd say so maybe he tries to go back to his original form, which was off the pace, deep off the pace, you know, eight, ten lengths off. And that's the, that's the grass is blue. 
the grass is blue. <laughs> well, the pen was blue. The pen is blue. <laughs> All right. So we like we like the nine. We like the six. We like the three. We like the one. Nice. That would be the coverage there for that race. So let's go to Saturday. Yeah. Let me have. Let's go, go to Saturday. Saturday is going to be interesting too because, again, I think it's a decent card. Yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about the card. I think it's some good races. I just, uh, I, I just Friday's so deep that, you know, if you've got the, uh, it's hard to follow that up. Yeah, <laughs> right. With yeah, you got two days of good racing, but Friday just like I, I wouldn't expect it from a Friday card. I guess maybe that's why I'm a typical Friday yeah, card. Right. Usually see seven horse fields, eight horse fields, but now you're seeing ten, eleven, twelve, twelve horse fields on a on a Friday card. It's crazy. Right. Uh, okay, so tenth uh, race. We're going to the tenth race here on Saturday. Uh, five furlongs. It's the Jim McKay Turf Sprint Stakes. It's a purse of 100000 for three-year-olds and upward. And I'll go ahead and take first shot at this one. So uh, I like the sprints. As, I, as I'm looking here, I mean, typically I like to go to speed. I you know, know where, where you're going. I'm going, right? Yeah. Um, I've got three of them here that I looked at. I'm gonna, here's, the one I'm, here's what I'm going to say, is that all three, the, the speeds, I, I don't, I'm not going to take them out. I think should, it's going to be a speed. Should we all say what we think you're going to say at the same time? Yeah. Uh, let me go back here. Maybe make sure I'm. <laughs> we're gonna say the number. We're we gonna say the name of the word. Well, I'll say the number. Yeah, and we'll see how see how close we are. Well, uh, I'm saying the number two because I'm pretty sure I've got it nailed then too. For what for what Joe wants? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. Th- no, I, I don't think so. I think it's okay because I, I think you're looking at what you think I normally would do in this race, but I'm actually gonna do something different that I normally would. Well, now he's switching it up. Now I got. Oh, now, sneaky, sneaky. Now yeah, I'm gonna, no, that's what I was getting at. Is I don't think I'm not going with the usual angle. Here. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So I was I was on him taking the eleven. Ooh, I would have said the four. Oh. Uh, yeah, the kid would have been right. <laughs> Dang See, I, it. I fucking knew it. I knew it. Dang I was like, it. I had that. That was my horse. I knew that he was going. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. It, All right. It was. That was the angle. But tell us about critical Bastard. way then. Uh, I'm, I don't, I'm not taking the four. Oh. That's the one I was going to go. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That was the one I originally was going to take. Yeah. How I changed it. I'm getting off that. I'm going to go to an off. Someone, a horse that's a little more tactical that can come off the pace. I'm going to take the one. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to take Boldor with uh, Tell Ricardo, me more. Ricardo yeah. Santana with Steve Asmussen. Again, I'm the looking, ass man. The ass man. I'm looking for prices. <laughs> I'm just looking for prices. I don't give a shit if I if I tank on Friday. I'm going to make some stretch pulls. I'm going to try to really try to get some deep, some deep exotics with some big numbers here. I'm not trying to, to chalk up here. So I did like the last race here, five and a half on the turf. So it's been a long time since this horse ran anything on the turf. So I ran at Keeneland and it's allowance 85,000. 93 buyer rating, second by two and a half lengths. It was a good, solid run. Lost to uh, Maven, so I can't be mad at that. So I like who he lost to as well. Asmussen, I think, is the, one of the best trainers on short distance and sprints. This is one I think he can win. He's run some big stakes races. Uh, had a couple wins with uh, multiple uh, different jockeys on him. He's getting Carl, uh, Ricardo Santana back. That's his main guy. That's his guy. And yeah. I really feel strong about this one at a price, maybe maybe 15 to 1. Yeah, and I like the way Ricardo's been racing in the last couple of days at yeah. Churchill. He's still it's, there. It seems like after the the Derby or the yeah. week of the Derby, he, uh, you can turn it on see a little, a little bit. turn on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that pick. I wouldn't expect you to pick it, but I like the pick. That's my angle. I told you, no chocks. <laughs> I'm trying to, give you, trying to give you some value here. Getting All right. Prices, huh? Yeah. So you know it's on the one. Okay, what do you want? Uh, so I went, obviously, I, I thought he was going to take the four. I took the four. Um, this horse, I think, is going to go gate to wire. Ooh. I think Luis Saez, he's very aggressive in his in his rides. And if this is the way the horse rides, which it is, he likes to go out to the front, stay there. If he puts him out there, I don't see any reason why Luis Saez can't win this race. It's out of Tiz Way, which is a Tiz Now horse. Luis Saez on him. He's got the highest last speed rating. He's dropping in class. He's a 40% trainer, non-graded stakes races. So Jose Delgado, 
He's got a good record in races like this. You know, he's he's even shortening up in distance. He went um, five and a half last race. Well, now he's going five furlongs. So I, I kind of like everything that I'm seeing on here. I think this, sp- uh, this sprint is going to be exactly what the horse needs. Um, I don't really see any, see any other way going on this one. Where you got? Uh, you know, me and sprints don't get along well. <laughs> but uh, I'm probably shopping too. I'm on the 11. Interesting. I think the 11 can, 11 can have some speed. Now, again, hasn't run turf in a while. Mm-hmm. Hasn't run turf, uh, what, since November last year? Mm-hmm. But shortening back up, there's some stuff I like in here. I like Rosario. How can't you? Hmm? I said, how can't you? You know, I, I mean, it's like I, it's, you know, I, you know, I like the guy. You're going with the 11? Yeah, I'm going to take the 11. Let me let me take a look. I got to look back at the board. We got a side bet. We got a side bet <laughs> here coming. <laughs> I in. think so. I think so. Oh, Fire Crow. Yeah. All right. I thought yeah, we down, down in class, we're shortening it down a little bit. Seemed to be more comfortable at five for a long. Yeah, and Joel, I mean, I, I saw a stat, and I wish I still had it. I wish I would have saved it so I could bring it up. But Joel's got, I mean, he's on a terror this year. I mean, just graded stakes races alone, I think he's yes. got like 19 or something like that, some crazy number Yeah, this year alone. Graded stakes races, wins, insane. Yeah, I, we did see that stat. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. Boo. Smoke show. On the dirt, though. So I'm taking a risk on the on the turf. but. Price. Yeah, I like the price in the eleven. Am I sitting on the favorite? Is the four going to be the favorite? You think again? I think you're. Yeah, I think That's you're on the favorite, kid. I feel. I feel like it's kind of you know stats. I like. I like the eleven shortening up. That's what I really like. I about do too. It. It's going back from six to five and a half. I think that's his wheelhouse, and I think that uh, Ramaquette's going to have him exactly where the, he needs to be. The only reason I don't like him more is because he hasn't run on turf in, mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah, you know, I tried to I play that angle that uh, never run on turf before. It's fucked me so much this year that I've thrown out <laughs> horses that, uh, you know, I don't think it can transfer. I've looked at the breeding. There's no siblings. The sire and the dam didn't do a good one. And all of a sudden, the horse does well on it. Like, so I, you can't, I don't throw anybody out over surface anymore, unless off track. So fast to sloppy or muddy, that's different than turf to dirt for me. Do you think the 10 could have enough for a super deep price? A super deep. Super deep. <laughs> Going up in class. I would say Horacio Kamakamos. Um, he he races there. That's his primary track. And if anybody knows a track, I think that's that's the guy to do it. So maybe. He's never run on turf. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't run on turf, but that's not why I don't Has know. Has anybody rubbed him with cream? Because <laughs> yeah. he had dermatitis. Too soon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he looks like speed too, right? I mean, yeah, I, gets out to the front, stays there. Too too many things going cheap though. Too many things going the wrong cheap. way for me. Yeah, too cheap. Moving way up in class here. He hasn't raced in two months. Uh, never been on the grass. I know I said fuck that, but it's not important. Uh, and his best speed rating comes at a eighty-seven, which was his maiden claim. So yeah, I can't not, not against these. My my second choice too big of a jump wasn't the one. It wasn't the eleven. It was the five. The five, you say? In it's Irad Hollis, and I was trying to. Th- the funny thing is, I was That's trying funny. to, I was trying to look if John Ortiz had any relation to Irad Ortiz, the trainer. I was like, <laughs> I wonder if it's like a cousin. It's or a something. family it's thing, like, dude. dude he's gonna ride the fuck out of this. <laughs> you know? I was like, it's always a good angle. <laughs> so I was like, I was just trying to find an angle at a price, but I was like, maybe it is. I don't know, but if it is, bet the hell out of that horse. But I mean, it's a classy horse. He's ridden in Grade Twos. He's ridden in sprints. He. Mm. he he ridden, uh, he rode in turf two starts ago at five and a half, so he's shortening up. I think it's a good race. I mean, you might see a bomb all button in this one. Just bet the double or something. <laughs> I think, I'm just saying the inside. I, I think my second choice actually going outside of your first choice, uh, choice kid, the four critical way, uh, would be who he's beaten twice, which is the connector, the number two with Jose Ortiz. That would be my combination, probably a one two four 
yeah, that would be the angle I would go. I do like I do like connector, and I do like the four kid with critical way. Yep. I even liked your horse uh, stats. I wouldn't even say the fire crows. They're all circled and they're all a couple question marks and some things. But like I said, I'm going with the one. I think this is going to be a bomb with with these. Maybe a good super. Uh, this this feels like a good eye test race too. Definitely. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah. I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of races on Friday that the eye test is going to need to be used. I want to solidify side bet in this one though. Oh. I do want to solidify side. I'll take it the one. That's my first pick. Hold on. Can can I say this? How come every time we have a side bet, Jesse has the chalk? Yeah, I don't know. Every it's, time, I, it's what I got a oh, gift. Huh? It's a gift. I, I, I yeah. take the chalk. I, good chalk. What do you want? I, I take the chalk. <laughs> side bet. You know what we do? Bottles of milk. You know you're a mumbling spider. You you're mumbling. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I, I I'll take. You know what? Just to be fair, I won't take the four, but you know I had. It. I will take the five to make it even odds, but I oh I will take the five for the for the side bet. Oh, but just know that I'm going to jump the on the sword and take the five. Correct. Just so I give you guys a I was, I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to change your bed. <laughs> so stumbling, stumbling, I, I, fuck I'm going I'm I'm to take the one. I'm going to stick with my guns here. And I'll stick with the 11. With the one. All right. So one, 11, and five. I you think is the, the side you bet. Keep the four. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, 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 no. I, I, I do think the four is going to win, but. It is chalk, and then I think you're probably right. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't want to win on chalk. I'll take a price, so I'll go at the five on this race for sure. Okay, written Ooh, in stone. Fun. All right. Hope you guys That's are thirsty. In. To the twelfth. Out of the twelfth race. Uh, can, I, can I just ask what that side bet is for? Okay, so let's let's make this official. Let's let's <laughs> if we're gonna do. I want I want the rules to be correct. How about the horse that finishes last? One guy does it. Mm, we have to do no. the the best of. The, the best of the three doesn't have to do it. I don't want to drink alone. Well, I mean, I mean, normally Why? we do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, if we're at the bar, we would, we would say bottom would buy for the top. But That's true, right? I mean, middleman rides, but yeah, we're not buying shit. It's already bought. Yeah, and plus we already. I mean, you guys already did it, so it's like we might as well just. Keep it's the not same. bad. I like to cut mine with Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say a shot. All right, all right. Losing two shot. Can we make okay. it cold this time, or do you think it'll make no, it worse? I, uh, chilling, it's not going to do anything. To <laughs> it's not, not going to change. Make it syrupy? <laughs> All right, let's go to the 12th. I don't want to chill because if it, I go, hey, it wasn't that bad, I'm going to start liking it. Fuck that. I don't Yeah, know. what do you got? Whiskey balls? <laughs> no, they're, they're Malort balls in there. Maybe yeah. for a side bet, we can get that groom to piss in a couple shot glass for us. But we'll take those for what the side bet. What a wedding that was. <laughs> That'll fuck you up. Thank you, AJ Hawk. Yeah. All, All right, right, let's go to the 12th. 12th race, mile on the 16th on the turf. This is the dinner party stakes. It's a grade two, 250000 for three-year-olds and upwards. Let's go back to you, kids. Start off. All right. Yeah, this uh, very tough, tough field as well. I hate sounding like a broken record. I hate just betting one <laughs> jockey all the time. But Irad's I got himself like a great I horse read. in this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, the three, Kuramata, Kuramata. Uh, it's a bot or a Chad Brown. Oh, I almost said Bob River. Uh, it's a Chad. <laughs> it's a Chad Brown horse. Uh, originally raced at Kempton Park, which is in Great Britain. Came in third, and that was a decent race. I mean, it was just his first race. Can't really base anything off it. Don't have really any stats. But uh, his last two starts, he ran an eighty-two thousand dollar allowance race and won with Irad on him. And then the start before that, Sammy Camacho was on him at Tampa, and he also won that race. So. I like uh, I like where this horse is headed. That eighty-eight speed figure, it's going to be a, a top amongst this field. I, that's where I'm going to land on this one. I hope Irad has himself a day, but uh, I'm going with the three 
Kuramata. Kuramata. It's a nice angle. I'm going with uh, someone that I typically don't usually go with, but I'm going with the Chad Brown. He's got multiple entries in this race. But I'm going with the the five Sacred Life. I I, I actually like this one a lot. Uh, last time out, grade one. Uh, not so not so great of a trip. Uh, came in third, two lengths back for his only outing here on April 21st at Keeneland. <laughs> a couple things I do like is I, I think Chad's real sneaky with some of his horses sometimes. and he, he has a lot of races where he has multiple entries that he's submitted. So the thing I like about Chad and a lot of other trainers and an angle that's used commonly is that when a trainer has two horses, uh, the one that's the favorite, it's the other one that usually runs the race of their life and runs better at a higher price. Huh. So it just kind of works out that way sometimes. Uh, I don't know what the odds are going to be when it comes to Kuramata. It's probably going to be probably heavily favored with Irad on him and uh, two wins in a row and looking pretty sharp. But I, I do like the fact that there's a lot of class with Sacred Life. Has run in some grade one and grade twos and runs considerably well. Chad just really knows where to put this horse in the right spot usually. And he needs the distance. And that, that for me was the big key here is a, a mile last time out. That was great for his first race of the year. So now we're going to stretch it out a little bit. <clears throat> we're going to go to a, a mile and a 16th. So he gets a little more distance. I, I also like the fact that, uh, you know, that little distance uh, that we're coming from Keeneland and now we're, we're coming over to Pimlico. I just think that everything sets up. Castellano's back on him. He's run him three times uh, probably in the last year. I'll win a second and a third. Knows the horse quite well. So like the distance, I like the I like Sacred Sacred Life, the five. Hmm. Classy horses, gents. I'm going to go with the one. I like you. Some like it hot brown. Um, <laughs> out of big brown. Big Just, brown, baby. Yeah, you know, make her horse. Um, Ortiz on him. You know what? He's kind of bouncing around a little bit. Jose. Jose. Oh, Jose. Jose. Last two races I'm throwing out. Uh, but cl- this horse has been classy. He's running grades... Grade one, grade two, grade three, grade two. Um, been all over the place. Jockey change. I think the cl- the stepping down in class, it's going to be helpful. I like him. I like the one. I like it. I, I don't think how you can really go against it. Plus, I think he can go to the front. Yeah, I, I think he could be the speed. I also like, um, and I, I slept on him too on the derby, which I really wish I didn't. Um, not in the, the race, but the on the Saturday card was, <clears throat> excuse me, Flavian Pratt. He's riding the seven flying Scotsman. I just like this horse in general. I mean, I think he's posting good speed ratings too. It's ridden in grade ones, grade threes. Um, it's Jack sister, uh, sisterton, excuse me. And he's actually, he's, he's coming up. He, you're seeing his name a lot more frequent. He's really training good horses. He won last week at Belmont. Um, and I like that the horse is out of English channel. So Ooh. that's kind of my angle. Turf horses, English channel, always, always. Yeah, they enticing. do well. So do well in the That's breeding. a good call. Yeah, keep an eye out for the seven as well. So you unless I'm the front too, unless I'm mistaken, mm-hmm. Flavian's going to be riding two horses because he's also listed currently right now on the six. Talk or listen. Oh, interesting. So I th- I think you're right. <laughs> I I think he'll yeah. probably run for Jack uh, Jack than he Jack I Sisterson. I don't know if he's, yeah. I, I think Sisterson's probably got a maybe more relationship. I don't know. It's hard to say, but whoever whoever gets on uh, on our, our no Delacour's horse talker, listen, I actually like this horse comes off the pace. Now you you can look at the last two races; he's still within contention two lengths. He runs very strong. He just gets so far back. So there's a lot of early speed here. It could set up for a nice closer. I think this this yeah, would be, this would be my other long shot angle. I'm gonna say Flavin's probably gonna be on the seven flying Scotsman. So I, I don't so. really give a so fuck. I've, I don't I've care who's on the uh, Santana on the seven right now. Oh, I mean, and you I got Pratt be. in the six. Yeah. Okay, so there you go, kid. So All right, you got. Well, I like Ricardo too. So, 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with flavor flay for my long shot there on Taco Lake. Yeah, flavor Yeah, I like the closer angle. Yeah. Right. I mean I, I like good the setup. I like the one and seven going to the front and, and you know. Yeah, two fours only two lengths off the win. That's yeah. That's coming off, you know, eight, ten lengths, twelve lengths back. The two English B is also at English channel. English channel. That's Joel a, and, Rosario. and another closer. It's a, tough, <clears throat> it's a tough fucking. Which Joel's bread and butter is coming off the pace. Yeah. And don't sleep on Graham Motion with Bye Bye Melvin. No. He I love him. Well. He's been tweeting like crazy too with all the Bob Baffert stuff. Like his, uh, really? Yeah. Like um, <laughs> when the Automax stuff came out, he's like, oh, yeah, we did use it on it. He's like, yeah, I use that too for my dogs. Because <laughs> it is a canine, whatever. But yeah, it was just funny. funny. He's been cracking me up the last couple of days. All right. I'm going with the one. I'm, I'm still going with the five. You're staying with the five, kid? Three. Two with the three. Kuramata. Okay. Yeah. Who's going to come in last? Probably the three. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't come. I'm just kidding. That's not a very positive message. I was just kidding. <laughs> let's go to the big. Let's go to the big daddy. That's let's go mean. to our tainted preakness. <clears throat> Excuse me, the preakness. <laughs> All right. So I think we just go this. We go. We want to just go horse for horse. That's eh, up to you. Let's let's just open conversation. Talk. Uh, let's talk about the one ram. It's a uh, three year old out of American Pharaoh. Talked a little bit in previous. Uh, you know, uh, podcasts about that was the American a, Feral line. That's an expensive mm-hmm. breeding, right there. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> there from Keeneland Sales. Uh, Ricardo Santana and for, riding for D Wayne Lucas, and I, I go back to know when D Wayne Lucas was the leading trainer at a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of different tracks throughout the the kind of U.S. and who's always in it for uh, the big races, the Derby. You'd always mention his name. He's eighty five years old. Guy still you know rides the horse and takes his horses. Really? Out. Oh yeah, he doesn't fuck around. Um, so, a lot of respect for Dwayne Lucas' horse. In order for this horse to win, he needs an extremely, extremely fast pace. It's got to be a hard-pressed uh, quarter half for him to have a shot. Other than that, I, I just don't see it. I don't know. What about you? I really don't see it setting up for him. I mean, it says that the rail post is winning at a 21% clip, but I think you yeah. throw all those stats like that on a, on a big race like this, you throw those out the door. Yeah. So. I can't make a case for him other than the American Pharaoh and Ricardo Santana angle. But other than that, I mean, maybe yeah, a big race like this, you should throw out statistics about post position. Correct. <sighs> like the 17. Oh, like the 17. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> or the 14 is a one in 60. No, 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 no. Uh, same shit. Yeah. There's not actually still I did, a little, I did, little better from that. Last I did podcast. some research to figure out kind of where um, like the <laughs> least favorable post positions are. They're yeah. actually all on the outside. Yeah. For, 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 for the Preakness? For the Preakness, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like, I think combined from the 9, 10, and 11 posts, which I know there's only 10 horses in the field. Um, 9, 10, and 11, I think combined have only won, was it, eight times? Something like that. And like all the other horse positions are like 11, 13, like per that post. So Okay. Interesting. That's it a little, is interesting. A little tidbit of information for you. So I, I don't know. I think we can we can close the book on, on Ram here. I don't think he wants the distance. No. I think he's outclassed. Yes. That that I'll agree with, definitely. It's gonna take something really outside of but look, uh, we've said that on some big races. We have said that about some big races this year. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I guess I don't want to go back to Waver. <laughs> okay. Yeah. D would just don't sleep on D It was Todd Pletcher that burned us every time though. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> if this was a Todd Pletcher horse, I'd say throw it on top. Well, it's fair enough. Shits and giggles, I, I didn't know who D Wayne Lucas was, so that was nice. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Let's go to the two. Keep me in mind. <laughs> you know, every time I see this horse, like this name, 
I say it just like that in my head. You sing Zach Brown yeah. every time? <laughs> yeah. And I don't even like Zach Brown. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's a classy Who horse. Who the fuck is Zach Brown? <laughs> he looks just <laughs> like me, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I remember. You're talking to him. You got a beanie hat on? <laughs> I get it. Um, I, I, the horse is classy. We said this last time. We said it in the Derby, and he ran like shit. Came in seventh. I mean, I guess you can't say shit. He came middle of the pack, but wasn't really anything crazy. He, he closed like a freight train. I mean, he broke 19th and ended up seventh. If he breaks better. Yeah. Can you imagine? What does it look like? Does he still have, <laughs> does he have a shot? I don't know. I mean, he's ridden and graded stakes races his whole career, basically. And he broke his mate. Or- Horses never broke better than fifth. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, fifth. that's the running style of the horse. He doesn't want to go first. No. You know? He wants to stay back. I mean, it doesn't hurt him in that case. The Kentucky Derby, the Bluegrass, the Rebel. I mean, he's running Breeders' Cup last year. I mean, he's ran in some really solid horse uh, horse races. So David Cohen's back aboard. He knows how to ride the horse for some reason. The horse just doesn't get to where he needs to go to finish off the race. So if he breaks maybe sixth or sits fifth the whole race and then closes, maybe. I, I, if there's a speed duel somehow. I like top. I like. Robert Robert Diodoro, I, I really like him as a trainer. I and I like David Cohen. I mean, there's really yeah, not I mean, much. You, really not much you're not going to like from a trainer. It's just the horse. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, those are two great angles and two, out of Uncle Mo, right? Uh, but, actually, out of Lauban. So uh, Loban. So if you if you just you know maybe say which I think you can for the Kentucky like scratch that out. Yeah. He's too far back. Okay, yeah. what about the race before that? Though? Yeah. You right. can't then now, same exact race. Scratch so, that one? No. No. You know what okay. the race before that, you want to scratch that one? The rebel. If no. he goes back to his two year old campaign and the form he was in as a two year old and the way he won the you know the Kentucky Jockey Club, <clears throat> I'd say, yeah, if he can get back in that form. Yeah, I don't I don't see the horse getting back in the form. I I yeah. I don't see it happen. I think that's the the point we made last time too, is that if he could get back in the form way back Boom! I'd put him all day. Yeah, but yeah, I'm out. I think yeah. I think we're all in agreement. I, I don't have the I don't have him hitting the board anymore. So, so no speed at the, at the inside so far. No. One and two look to be making up ground late. Speaking of speed, yeah, like the drug. Hello, Medina Spirit with the three. <laughs> yeah, it's speaking of rig. <laughs> speaking <sighs> of illegal substance. I hate speaking it. Of, I hate it so much because <laughs> the horse is still the speed. Yeah. Even though he had, you know, some extra cushion in his joints. <laughs> yeah. Still the speed. I can't feel my face. This is a race that you should be able to say, coming off the derby and wiring the field, should be able to go ahead and wire the field in this race. Agreed. There should be nothing different should go out there. Bob Afford has two horses, right? Medina Spirit and Concert Tour. Yeah. Both of them are going to set the pace. Unless somebody goes, you're looking at a one-two there. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to add to the controversy. It's going to add to the bullshit. It's going to add to the triple crown possibility. You know that race is going to go off. They're going to know if he's going to get disqualified or not from the Derby. Yeah. The drama is going to build up. Mm-hmm. You know and what? And it's just going to be bad. I wish they just hadn't said shit about it until like August. Right. Right. Because all said and done. this sucks all the fun out of it for me with this three. Because I don't, I don't even want the three to win now. No, neither do I. I don't want to. I have no joy if he wins this race no. from yeah. a triple crown. And we were win. excited. Or I was excited. I like, was excited. dude, this, he did get to the front. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, he ran away with it. And now yeah. I'm like, this sucks. Yep. I agree. It's, I, it's taking know, the gas out. Yeah. The air's out of the balloon. <sighs> it's infuriating all the way around. But I will say if he gets to the front, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if those, dry, those test results don't come back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough to beat the horse. Johnny's going to ride him like he did. In the Derby, I think he's going to get him out to the front. He's going to be the speed. So unless somebody can test with him, you're going shorter now. You're yeah. you know, scaling back a little bit. So it's going to be tough to catch him. So, okay, let me ask you, what are the odds that Johnny runs this Preakness the same way he did with Authentic 
takes him too far off the rail and somebody sneaks up and fucks him. Not a chance. Him. You don't think so? Johnny's too smart to run that same way. He learns from his mistakes. He knew that that last race, he, he left it wide open and he know he shouldn't have. He's going to have the front, so as long as he's not... I mean, he's going to be off the rail. He's right. probably going to run the two-path, but I don't think he's going to open up a no. four-lane... Four but this horse doesn't respond. I don't know what the... Actually, I can't... I'll take that back. I don't know if this horse responds like, like authentic right. did with yeah. the left. So that was a big issue because he couldn't hit it with the left at that point. Yeah. But if Medina Spirit, if it doesn't really matter and his horse is just speed, I don't think it matters. But I, I think he's going to close up any opportunity. if He, he showed in the Derby. Run. I think he was left-handed whipping at the end, and he just, just kept his pace, kept yeah. his distance. I don't think he's got another level. Win. I don't think so either. Uh, to the four. Going on to Crowded Trade is number four. <sighs> Crowded Trade was a horse that I really wanted to see run in the Derby, to be honest with you. I wanted yeah. to see Eric Cancel get the money. And that's why I wanted to see him run the Derby. Yeah. I thought that Eric uh, gave him you know two great rides in the Gotham and in the Wood. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I think he's, again, we're going back to Weyburn. Uh, 104 buyer rating for this horse at that uh, at the Gotham. Yep, in a mile. It was a mile race, right? We are going longer, and he just got caught by a nose. Listen, he ran 104. I know speed rating 104. The buyer rating 104, and he still lost. Like that, Trevor just gave him the best ride that he could possibly give that horse. Yeah, you know, sure. and, and obviously and we, we saw what happened. Back done, it up. Right? Yeah, we, exactly. we saw what he brought back, which was nothing. Basically, and that's why he didn't. That's why Weyburn didn't run the Derby. But Chad Brown decided to go ahead and take this course out, skip it, and just keep training him and working towards mm-hmm. the Preakness. And again, his number one guy is Javier Castellano, and that's who, that's who's in the reins and in the saddle for the Preakness. I, I do think there's an option here uh, with a little bit of a more of a stalking pace. I wouldn't go too far away from the speed up front with Medina Spirit and Concert Tour. Um, I do think he needs the distance. I think the distance is actually going to help him versus hurt him. So I, I like that. Again, I would have liked to see in the Derby what he could have mm-hmm. done there, but I'll take the three mile three sixteenths here at the Preakness to show what he can do. So I do like Ooh. him. I do like him in the exotics. I think he has a possibility of win- winning if there's a, a speed breakdown. Yeah, I think it's interesting thinking about adding distance to him, right? I mean, he's shown to be, I'm not going to call him a closer, but he's closed quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he's closed on both of his last two races. The wood too. I know it doesn't may not look like it from a, uh, a length and a half to a, a length and a quarter, right? But he was. Yeah. He was definitely um, moving considerably well at the end. So he's got the reserve in the tank after the half. Interesting. Yeah, I I messaged Eric this week because this was the only thing that I thought maybe would bounce back my attitude towards the race. Is having like Eric having ride, Eric crowded, ride, crowded trade in the Pimlico, in the Preakness. I mean, I was like, okay, this would be cool. But um, unfortunately, good for Javier. He gets the mount. Obviously, he's got a, an agreement with Chad Brown. Like you said, I think Eric's ridden this horse really well the last two races and just yeah. kind of went up against the bandsaw. Mm-hmm. I've got this horse. It's definitely going to be in my exotics. He's probably going to be on top. Um, I also like to point out on too that top? I'm going to put him on top. I also like that workout on the on May eighth. It was 101. He's three of eighteen horses that race it for five furlongs. That's a that's a pretty decent speed. So that's a good solid work. Yeah, I like to see that. And then if you back it up to May first, he ran 100 flat or one minute flat. Yeah, so three of thirteen that raced that day too. So, so like, when was the Derby? May first. So he worked him that day. He he worked him that day. Yep. And he works him five furlongs in a minute and one. Mm-hmm. So really nice, solid work. Yep. So he got a nice, solid work where some of these horses that ran the Derby ran the race, and then he comes back and follows up with the the May sixth um, at Belmont. Now right. we talked about Belmont, how that track is and how well, deep it's it is. It's fucking yeah. quicksand, right? Um, that only plays deep. better in my mind mm-hmm. for him coming out and actually going to to Pimlico. So yep. 
All right. Uh, next horse. Midnight Bourbon. Midnight the Bourbon. Five. Yeah. Ass man. The ass man. <laughs> I love it. I read the board this time. Ooh. So this is a jockey change. He didn't have the best race in the Derby either. Mike Smith, uh, looks like he just sat in the back, really couldn't move much. Got up to sixth, but obviously that's, that wasn't the race for him. If you look at start back, um, in the Louisiana Derby, I think you can make a case, you know, Joe Talamo was on him. He ran a pretty decent race. He got out to the front right now. If I just, you know, look at the race as a whole, I see a lot of people trying to go to the front. Mm-hmm. This might be a closer race. I, I, that's what I'm thinking now that we're just going through each horse. I think this might be a closer race, but I think for this horse to win, he's going to have to sit second or third, maybe even first. Um, but there's no way he's going to get past Medina Spirit. Yeah. The only, the only speed we talked about so far is Medina Spirit, like true speed, right? Yeah. Fast speed. We talked just. There's going to be like three or four. Santa Anita Derby sticks out so fast. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so, so hard in my mind because it was so fast. Listen, do me Whenever a favor. on. Don't let that poor break in the Derby fool you. Like, just, you can't. You can't let that poor break. This horse doesn't break bad. He had the worst break you could possibly yeah. get. Of his, of his career. Of his, of his career. Okay, and he ran a 92 buyer rating in that race. Okay, in a bad race with a higher buyer rating, it's only six points off his best rating ever, which was the the Risen Star. So take him off. Louisiana Derby had a 94. Take that race out. First off, no offense to Mike Smith. He, He Mike lets the horse do what the horse wants early. He doesn't like to ask anything. He wants the horse to naturally do what it needs to do, how it wants to break. He's not a he's not gonna hustle him up if he has a bad break. Mike's not one to do that. This horse got a bad break and stayed back and just basically made a little bit of a move. Uh, And that's kind of how Mike did the year before. Like Mike typically doesn't break good on horses, even horses that break good in the Derby. This is nothing against Mike. If he doesn't have a front runner that breaks out clean, I I can't really trust him. But in this race, we'll get to he does. So I just say scratch out that last race. Scratch out the Derby. Mm. If if this horse didn't run the Derby, would would you take him? If he didn't run the Derby. Who's on him? Uh, who you're getting? I read. I read. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right Ryan now, Phil? this is the horse I'm putting on top. This is the horse I'm putting on top. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I like the horse. I just, he's not showing me a ton of. If you let Medina Spirit. Second and go, third, sure. If you let Medina Spirit go out to the front and coast and Concert Tour takes the two path and does the blocking like we've seen before. Yeah. Right. And then Baffert's Concert Tour has a chance to go up. I just. I just don't see anybody being able to do anything unless somebody goes. And if anybody's going to go, it's the guy that wants this fucking, that wants a derby win, that wants big wins. Yeah, but where did he go with the derby? I mean, I'm Did you see his face after the derby? I sing in that picture. That's a man determined, mud in his face, covered in mud, and just pissed off that he didn't win. Definitely had an opportunity with the horse he had. It was just a break, and he got got pit slammed down from the outside. But I think Irad, what he did in a couple other races that I've seen from him, he's he's just too impressive. Sneaky. I like it. Yeah. Sneaky. I like it. Um, I don't have much to add. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, you know what? And I have a tendency to bet emotional on occasion. I just don't want the three or ten to win at all. <laughs> yeah, me either. I'm with you. So what you're saying is just eliminate the Bob Baffert horse. Yeah. They're both good. They come in ninth. They're, they're the two best horses. I don't know concerts. I mean. I'll, I'll say they're the speed. Yeah, they're, they're definitely the speed. Yeah, they're the speed. So let's not argue on that. So if they're the speed and nobody goes, they're one, two. 
But you know Bob Somebody Baffert wants this win now even more than the other. Oh, God. Who knows what's going on in that you know, Everybody in America wants him to lose. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I don't know of anybody except for the connection. <laughs> and that's why he wants to win even more. <laughs> he, he, wants, he wants to go Baffert 1-2 and then talk like Will Ferrell when he had the... The long win. I can feel it in my palms. <laughs> All right, let's oh, the the six horse. Oh, one of my favorite bloodlines. This is Rambauer. Out of Twirly Katie. Hey, uh, I'll do it off. Uh, I did like the race in the bluegrass. Right, it was pretty a pretty even race from with Flojo in the reins. We're moving to Pratt here. Mike McCarthy said to make the, make the change and put the Flava Flav on top. Flava so Flav. Flavian on him. <laughs> What's your boy? What's your boy? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I like the workouts. Uh, I think the horse is in, is in better form than where he was at the end of last year. Uh, I think he just kind of, uh, I don't know, just wasn't as impressive after the American Pharaoh. It was yeah. a great race with Mike. And then he just didn't run good in, in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Grade 1. Follows that back up with a hundred hundred thousand stakes race this year, kind of a refresher in in February. So Mike kind of got him woken up a little bit, and he won that uh, by a neck. So he did come off the pace and win. And then the last race, they say at the Bluegrass, I just think that it was just one of those trips. He still got a ninety six buyer rating, which is basically his his career best, and he came in third. And this just goes goes to show how tough that race was. And it was that it was the main race for me when I handicapped. The Kentucky Derby was was the bluegrass. That was like one of the the ones I definitely kept in my radar in my top three. So, so it's interesting to me you say that because right, it's essential quality and highly motivated. Went one correct. two, yeah, and he was able to stay. He really, he didn't really chase him. Right, he he broke third. He stayed third the whole way through. Yeah. Again, I don't know what else he was going to supposed to do in that race. Yeah. I think that was pretty much you knew essential quality and highly motivated were going to do their thing and. He maintained his position all the way through, which to me is enough to say that he's definitely as good as anybody in here that could possibly win. So, I, I mean, Ron Bauer's definitely, and I, I do like the move to Flav. No offense to Flojo, but uh-huh. I like Flav as an upgrade for Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, I, I watched him as a jockey, and I, he was a great jockey. I've watched him as a trainer. He's a great trainer, and uh, and his son's doing great things too. So I just want to say that if anybody you know, if I want to see somebody win a race like this, I'd like to see Mike win this race. It would, it, I would feel good about, I would almost feel better knowing that Mike, an up and coming trainer that has worked hard to get there is getting this win versus a trainer that has taken shortcuts and fucking does what he wants to do. To Can get you there. feel the tension in the air? Yeah. yeah. This is a bad fucking podcast right now. Dude, we're all just pissed off though. I mean, what do you think? It's coming out. Yeah. I love what Mike McCarthy's doing in Dallas. Oh, Rock, Rock, sorry, Rock, yeah. sorry, Rock. said no one ever. <laughs> no, sorry, Rock Trader. I mean, yeah, Rock, with Rock, Rock got back, <laughs> when he goes back to coaching. Uh, no, I'm. I like. Uh, I like Ron Bauer. Uh, obviously, I'm a big fan of Flava Flav. Um, I do. I mean, look at the workouts too. Yeah, I you like know, the workouts. The workouts are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, fifty nine and four, fifty nine five furlongs. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got some decent fresh. Fifty nine I mean, and three, forty yeah, and one I mean, for four. He's sitting I mean, really, sitting pretty. Maybe they got this horse in the form that they need to put it to win. Twirling candy, had a candy ride, uh, Flava Flav. I mean, 26% shipper with the trainer angle. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of plus side for Rumbauer. A lot of plus side. I, I, got him in, I got him in the exotics right now. Yeah, boy. What about the seven? This is, I don't even. France, what? go let me put it in you. Is that what it is? France, go de in uh, France, go de in De Inya. <laughs> Inya Asvido? Inya Asvido. Oh, man. Oh, Acevedo. Oh, God. It's hard to read. Okay. 
Oh man, it's like we had uh, edibles in the, like <laughs> mid mid podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got the seven. France Day. Ooh, Rosario getting Prince the mount here on the seven. Go day in Yeah, so Joelle's getting this mount. Uh, it's interesting kind of angle here. It's, uh, it's a three-year-old out of Will Take Charge, who is out of Unbridled Song. And then you got a, a curling mare, which is Dreamy Blues. The horse has done fantastic and well um, in Japan, right? So this is shipping over from overseas. And then ran in Dubai. That last race with, uh, uh, with Rosario on him in Dubai. Um, so a race like this. If you're looking for, I don't know, I guess the only angle I can go with is Joel Rosario, and uh, he's already ridden once. Yep. I'm, I'm surprised Rosario took this mount. I don't know. He may not have had any options because uh, he definitely wasn't getting an option. Well, no, Hot Rod Charlie. Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah. No. No, who do you, who's he on? No, he wasn't. He was on your horse, the 15, Joby's. Oh. Who was it, Stats? Who was the 15? Um, There's so many horses. I love the. Fi- I know. All I guitar keep about is a guitar. It's not. It's. It, I'm not as disappointed in the Rock your world. Rock, Rock your world. Rock your world. Yeah, Rock yeah, your yeah, world. Yeah, I was oh, more yeah. disappointed. Hot Rod Charlie. He was about four. Super, yes, Charlie. he was. Yeah, a, yeah. Stupid sandwich. That's a 19. Yeah. So, know. you know, he he raced like shit on on Rock Your World. He yeah. broke horribly with him. It's never terrible. in. I just. I don't think that. I mean, I think we were blinded by. Well. Sweet Justice, actually. I was blinded by the speed. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Justice, though, taking the uh, Rispoli off him. Yeah, <laughs> little right. karma for your ass. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like it wasn't meant to be. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I'm out on the seven. I just can't find any angles to go with other than Joel knows the horse and he's ridden him in this. I do like Dubai, though. That's kind of cool. It's kind of a, you know, they're confident enough in the horse to run him in Dubai. Said he was in it. So how many how many horses were in that race? $750,000 stakes race. Yeah. 14, 14 horses came in sixth. I don't know. Middle pack. I mean, Middle, yeah. Who knows? Must have rated him okay. Yeah. I mean, it's Joel, too. Stakes race. You know, he's going to be pushing. I don't think he can win, though. But, I don't think so, yeah. either. You know, who knows? Let's move on. Put two to win. Yeah. <laughs> Put two to win on him. You never know. <laughs> or just throw them out all together. Uh, <laughs> we're going to the eight unbridled honor. Save your two dollars. Yeah. This is uh this is Pletch, three year old. It's a closer. Uh, yeah. Louis it's a closer. Louis Saez in the reins. This is a horse that needs a heavy pace, and you may get again, if we're talking about pace, we only said Medina Spirits going to the front so far. We're hoping that Midnight Bourbon actually goes out there and presses the pace a little bit as the yeah. horse can do. And uh if they lock up and Concertura starts to get into it earlier, then you're going to see Unbridled Honor come well off the pace and just go ahead and blow by him. But that's no doubt. Uh, Luis is uh, improving since, uh, I'd say, over the last couple weeks. So not that he's a bad jockey, but he just went on a cold spell there where he just wasn't bringing home a lot of the confident favorites that he was bringing uh, early on in the Keeneland meet. Um, and then after Keeneland, now he's been pretty back to back to his old ways and winning races again. So I'm confident that if there is any kind of uh, off track, I really like this horse a lot, Unbridled Honor. And, yeah, uh, I ran well in the Lexington. Great in the Lexington, yeah. which it was sloppy. And anything that, uh, if there's a speed duel up front, this is probably get a good, decent price. Sneaky price. I agree. What do you got, Chess? Yeah, he covered it pretty much on this horse. I think he's going to, he needs a speed duel to win. Uh, Luis Saez is He's, he's decorated. I mean, there's not much you can really say about the guy that that's not already said. He's a, he's a great jockey. You can give him everything he needs. Um, Todd Pletcher, this might be that horse that, you know, kind of goes in pat with everything else that Todd's been doing this year where he just kind of comes out of the woodwork and sneaky, sneaky. Yep. Just that sneaky, sneaky pick sneaky. that ends up winning. So <laughs> Underrated I, <laughs> Todd Pletcher horse. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all over it. I think uh, I like it too. You really need to take a good look at this horse and just 
play the horse or play the race out in your head. How do you think it's going to run? And if you think there's going to be a speed duel at the top, yep. definitely take a look at this horse. Yep. So, Agreed. so what? What if that last horse goes out to the lead? We don't even know how France Odina can go, right? The seven. I, there's all nothing I know, in my notes here. So, all I, I know is that he had an easy win. That sounds like a wire to wire. Yeah, easy win. He won by five lengths. Yeah, easy means like he had to lead the whole time and didn't have to ask much. That's what it is. So, so maybe he goes. Maybe he goes and fucks things up and forces the pace. Allows, <laughs> maybe. Uh, allows the eight unbridled honor to go ahead. I think it'd be fun. Out. I think it'd be fun to have some balloons here. I want to have some action, you know. I, again, yeah. I'm, this is two weeks jonesing uh, since the derby because of the, the merry-go-round race that that was. Yeah. It just kind of... And then the results and then all the bullshit that follows. And all the nonsense. I think the eight is super sneaky. I like it. I don't I think the price is gonna come down on it. Uh I'll hey, beg to differ. I you think, think it's gonna get bigger. Yeah. What are the what's the morning line on them? Fifteen to one. <sighs> fifteen to one. Let me just go back here. Oh. I would say at fifteen to one, money's gonna go to Midnight Bourbon and Crowded Trade, as well as Medina Spirit and Concert Tour. I'd say and people like the next horse we're going to talk about. No, I think I think you're I think you're looking at 15, 14, 10, 10, 10 minimal. Yeah, I think I think it's going to shrink down to ten or eight. I think people are going with speed on the shorter race. So fair enough. I'll go against the grain and go long shot. Fair enough. Let's talk risk taking the nine. Throw the horse out. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that was my biggest thing. Is that okay? Everybody's saying that. <laughs> Take it easy, Andy Sterling. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so uh, much. I, he, the horse they scratched them from the Peter Pan, um, so they can run this race. You know the Preakness, and people are saying, "Oh, it's a, it's a strategic move. I like it. I'm excited." I think that was dumb. I, I wanted to see what this horse had at the Peter Pan because I'm pretty sure that last race is pretty much on pat with what this horse is going to bring to the table in this race. What the wood? The wood. Yeah. It just the horse lacked fire. I mean, I watched the race. I had Irad as or Irad at the time. Sorry. Yeah. I had Irad, and I sat there and watched the race, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Now I took obviously I took Eric on top and bet a pretty penny, but I mean, it's like I just didn't see anything on this horse that would be like, "Yeah, I've got to throw this horse in my exact in my exotics during the Preakness." It had no fire, had no burn at the end. Who knows? Maybe he runs a great race. I mean, it's out of Maglia Diodoro, Dioro. I mean. I, I just don't see it. I can't make a case for him. I probably won't even bet him, but yeah. probably end up winning. But <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't like the horse. What do you guys think? I think if uh, your buddy was able to get the mount, yep, he may one. have a, he may have a better trip. What uh, what's his morning line? Fifteen. Ugh. Fifteen. If I had to choose fifteen uh, to ones between unbridled honor and risk taking, both have similar styles. I just don't see. Maybe maybe it's because no, I can't really be that. I, I can't. I'm trying to look for an angle why I like unbridled on over risk taking. I just have big question marks. The last race, yeah, the wood. We know he stumbled. He bobbled. Jose kind of lucky to stay on here. Kind of get a little jostled there. I I get that. I can throw that race out. I can throw the wood out. The withers. He wins uh, coming off with Eric Cancel on him again. You know, Eric. By the way, you're gonna get your you're gonna get your Derby mount. Uh, eventually just keep doing what you're doing so if i throw out the wood memorial that i'm going off of an 80k 80,000 maiden win and first time out against uh winners he goes ahead and comes off the pace and wins the withers how big was that field right nine, nine, nine horses capo Kane has not really been great uh overtook okay you go back three starts he runs a 98 sure 
what are we doing here at that point? You know, I have to go back three starts. Okay, I'll tell you what. Make a note for the horse. Yeah, I'll give you something. I'll give you that he's going to be up closer than unbridled honor. And if the speed breaks down, he's going to be closer near the front to be able to make the move and pass. That's that's the only way I see him winning is that that the fractions are are fast. He sits in a fourth position, sneaks up the rail, saves ground, and is able to win as unbridled honor is wheeling from the outside. And comes in second. Like, that that I could see. I say side bet, eight finishes ahead of the nine. Ooh. The eight finishes ahead of the nine? I th- it tells me that. Everything everything that I want to go with tells me that. I, I like just... That. They're, too, they're too similar. And if that's if I'm throwing the last race out. What if that bowel didn't cost him and he's just not the same horse? Who? The nine. Risk-taking. Oh. Yeah. Mm. At 15-1, though? You had, they had, he had Irad on him last time. The best jockey in horse racing. He had Irad rate him last time. Don't listen to that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Eric is a great jockey. I'm just but kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you had Irad on him, and he didn't do anything. That's kind of my my telling factor. And Irad could have probably taken this mount if he wanted it. Pretty confident there. But he didn't, did he? No. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> you know, Weird. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm willing to take that bet. Yeah? All right. Yeah. I'm, I like Unbridled Honor, but... You think the nine's going to finish above the eight? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. No way. I like it. Yep. I like it. I'll take that action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crazy. Cray cray. <sighs> what are we talking? I don't know. <laughs> Hand, handies? I don't know. Ooh. U-T-H... Oh, O-P- O-P- one of those OTPHJ. OTPHJs. <laughs> OTPHJs. Clearly, we're running out of gas. It's been a long day here. Let's get to the tenth concert tour. The horse. Clearly, we want to talk about. All right. I'm so so this horse, Mike Smith and the Irons, Bob Baffert, his second uh, for this race concert tour was the horse that beat in my eyes. Was very strong contender until he ran that Arkansas Derby and just backed up in the last. I guess. I don't know, maybe eighth of a mile. He didn't do much of anything and just watched Superstock and Cattle River. Cattle River came back on him, by the way. He beat yeah. Cattle River. Cattle River came back on him. So he backed up in that grade one. I I think he's definitely got to go to the front or sit two to Medina Spirit if they're going to send Medina. I think I think Concertur goes and Medina sits two. That's my thought. I remember watching the Arkansas Derby mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. And you're like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. This horse is undefeated. Something's wrong. Yeah, I, I still feel third. the same way. Mm. And then uh, you called it. Yeah, I bet. You, I bet you doesn't even run. I think. You, I think you said. I bet you he doesn't even run in the Derby. Yeah. Boom. Scratch. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he was a little bit inflamed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, let's start the conspiracy theories here. <laughs> maybe <laughs> not put him. Let's not put him in the race. Not only because he backed up, because he wasn't. He wasn't maybe up to par when he ran that race. Maybe the injections didn't do anything for him that they gave, and the levels were exceeding that they weren't going to be out of his system by the time that, that Churchill was going to run. Alleged. That they Alleged. Could take <laughs> but now he's now he's clear to go. So, hmm. you know. Weird. The just, levels may have been a little too high that race. Who knows? It just bums me out, man, because this... <laughs> Medina Spirit's getting all the focus, so why not go ahead and drug the fuck out of this ah, one? Yeah. They both have to get tested. Yeah, yeah. pay no attention to what the left hand's doing since the right hand. Now, if I'm a trainer, I'd be juicing up my horses this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all should. There's only a $1,500 fine. Big deal. That's true. Let it ride. That's the part that sucks, because no, just kidding. if I throw out the news on Sunday, it's like, oh my God, we get to see these two horses lock horns and go to the front. Who's right. going to hang on? Yeah. Who's going to have the yeah. stones and the moxie to be able to hang on to the pace that they're going to put up? Yeah. What's the direction he gives to both of his jockeys? 
both of you go to the front. Fight yeah. for it. Yeah. It's gonna, is he going to tell one to lay off? Two men enter, one man. Leave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if he tells one to lay off, who's going to tell lay off? I, I don't think he can tell anybody to lay off in a race like this. You can't. There's too much money at stake. He knows how both are going to run. I'm yeah. not saying he's playing an angle to make sure Concert Tour loses. He has to be. No, I, you're, you're saying well, we he's playing an angle from a cocksucker right now. <laughs> If the guy's willing to drug a horse and make sure he can win a race, I guess he can also fuck over owners and say, well, <laughs> Dora, I'm going to have him go to the front and then have him back up. Anything's hey, possible. Hey, Mike, I'm going you know. to have to have you tip the horse over in front of the field. All right. I just wish they didn't let him even in this fucking race. He's just ruined everything for this race for me. So, Concert Tour is going to go to the front. Medina Spirit's going to be right there with them. They're going to be hard to beat. If nobody goes to the front, like I said, it's going to be them one, two. I'm hoping that you do see some speed from Midnight Bourbon. I think that's the one that could definitely go and press the pace. And uh, maybe maybe even Crowded Trade is going to be a little closer. Maybe he's up there in the mix, and you got four horses, two lengths, separating him uh, a four wide. And I'd like to see Unbridled that. Honor comes up the stretch. Yeah, and you should see some closers uh, come up with Unbridled Honor and risk-taking, and I think that's that's the hope for those two to make it, right. but it, it should be... Uh, could be an easy an easy race with or who knows maybe the without the sedatives or the the injections maybe those horses just it's gonna be a lot of, yeah there's gonna be a lot of things answered yeah in this race you're gonna you're the race is gonna end and you're gonna make a statement and it's either gonna be that's because the the horse medina spirit is clean is clean that's why he lost or you're gonna say looks like that didn't mean shit mm-hmm. if he wins so you're gonna be on one of two things mm. so yeah well thanks bob for uh Sucking the life out of our room and everything. That's awesome. If anything, I'm just a little bit more excited for another horse to win. That's not Bob Baffert's horse. As long as he doesn't win. Yeah. I think I, I'll, I'll get excited about that. I'll get pumped about that. Man, we, we made a lot of baseball references, but, you know, to me, he's he's getting into that I hated Tom Brady for no reason mm-hmm. level. Yeah. yeah. You know, deflate gate <laughs> and... Yeah, you know, this stuff, and I went derbies, and uh, I, hear, I, I didn't know where the the my my footballs. I obviously I was I'm a Knicks fan, so I hated Jordan. It's the best player ever in basketball. Yeah, but I hate him during the time because he knocks knocks out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Tom Brady has done everything he can to always screw me over constantly, uh, beating Atlanta in, in the Super Bowl and coming back. Like yeah. I couldn't have any more reasons to not like him. But both of them are probably two of the best. In their in their sport, and Bob is another one that is the best in the sport. But I find more reasons to not look at him the way I look at Brady and Jordan in his field. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, Fuck whatever. Him. Let's end it on a high note, shall we? We got another weekend of racing coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Even though we're tainted, even though our triple crown's tainted, <laughs> is well, it November we, yet? We don't Can know we yet, though. He might be. He might be DQ'd. Yeah, so we'll go on Friday. He might not have a triple crown. <laughs> yeah, he may not even run. <laughs> He so may if, not even run. That's if, right. If he gets DQ'd last week, he can still run this week. Yep. As long as his blood's clean, right? Correct. If he's clean, yeah. He just won't have the triple crown if he gets DQ'd. So that adds all kinds of drama. That, I mean, he actually wins the triple crown <laughs> where the first one doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would sting more. <laughs> I hope that happens now. <laughs> Suck uh, it, Bob. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you are pulling for it. <laughs> yeah. Deep down inside, you want the drama. Only, Only if I, he gets DQ'd. Of course I want the drama. Yeah. yeah. As long as he gets the key, that's all. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Woo! So, okay, but what if he doesn't get the key? What if, what if they say, uh, it's inconclusive, so we're going to let it stand. He's going to be able to keep it. He wins this race, and now you're going to go into a triple crown with all this big controversy on the first leg. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, I don't I don't think he can hang for the Belmont, personally. No. Maybe we'll I'm see. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh. A lot of questions answered yeah. this week. 
It's still exciting. We still got we got two days of racing. We got races on Friday and Saturday. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it should be good. Check us out on Twitter over the weekend. I know we'll be picks all over the place all weekend long from these two incredible men to my yeah. left and right. <laughs> we will be posting all weekend, so look yeah. at the uh, who do you like here. I've been trying to keep my betting a secret because uh, <laughs> and I just bought a house and stuff, so sorry, honey. <laughs> but we're posting it. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out. We are now on all kinds of different mediums. You can find us on Spotify, Apple. Yeah, Pandora now. Ooh, Pandora finally gave us the green light. Yeah, gave us the go on that, so that's good. All time. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks to all the subscribers out there. Thanks for all the Facebook activity. We appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in for things that we like to talk about. And uh, see you next week. See ya. Boop. Peace.